Ah. Oh, I've got to try another thing. I don't know if I have enough space. <laughs> but I think should be okay lah. Hello, my name is Chris Chai and you're listening to Launchbite, coming to you from the Intrex offices at Block 79 on Friday, August 21st, 2015. With me is my regular co-host, Brian Lee. Hello! We here at Launchbyte talk about news that we think are of interest to the tech community in Singapore and discuss the local tech startup scene. It has been a year, Brian. Yes. Almost one year since we had this last show. Very long time since yeah. we did this. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been a pretty crazy year, I think, for myself and for you as well. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. So we've been both very busy with our own startups and mm-hmm. now we finally come to the point where everything's kind of stabilized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We know where the companies are going and we decided to kind of revive this podcast mm. and, uh, you know, continue talking about news mm-hmm. and the things that interest us because we have these conversations quite often during lunch and um, randomly when uh, some political party decides to launch an app. Yeah. Know. So, yeah, it, it's good. It's good to record again. It feels strange. Yes, it feels different. Yeah. yeah. Not used to it, but... Uh, I, I kind of like mm, trying to get back onto the like talking to a single mic over here. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, it it it'll come back to you. It's quite natural after a while. Mm-hmm. Okay, anywho, uh, so today we are going to kind of focus on a single topic, um, whether or not your company needs to have a mobile app. Hey, but but I think before we dive into it, you should share, like, what's your startup about? Because I remember. <laughs> The last, last, last episode that we did, we only talked about like, you are going to start something and then you went off and busy and... Uh, right. there was, yeah. Okay, um, just a quick introduction. Yeah, brief uh, intro. So I started a company that is trying to deal with uh, point of sales devices and the integration with point of sales devices. So the idea is that I want to create a platform for app developers to tap onto an API that uh, is directly hooked into a store's uh, point of sale system. Mm-hmm. This gives them access to a lot more information that helps them to uh, give better value to their customers. Lah. So in a nutshell, that's it. There's a lot more technical detail <laughs> that generally when I start going on to people get bored with. But if you think about it, it's an API layer okay. for retail stores. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so coming back, we have uh, we are going to talk about uh, the needs for apps and like yeah. we shared earlier. Um, so recently, PAP launched an app, yeah. PAP for SG. Yeah, so have, have, it yeah. seemed it seemed really uh, fitting that I was reading this article about whether or not your company needs an app at all uh-huh. for anything. And actually, recently this week, uh, I had a few people who I was talking to. And we were debating whether or not you should use a web app or a regular app. And mm-hmm. there were a lot of questions that um, can help you kind of realize whether or not you do need a native app or you could just use a web app for your particular product. Yeah. And in this case, the PAP very recently launched an app that was used mm. to showcase their candidates, I guess. Their, their candidates, their yeah. news. And uh, to me... And it's, it's iOS only, by the way. I'm an Android user, so I'm slightly annoyed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't even download. <laughs> no, because uh, I don't think they need to do an app simply because uh, the, the app functions like a uh, social media for them. So, But they also post it on uh, the relevant Facebook, Twitter and all. I just 
if I want to follow them, I'll follow them from there. There's no need to have a dedicated app to share what they are doing. Yeah, and to me, it seems like it would be a better idea for them to create a little mini site mm-hmm. for themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on their own organization site. True, true. That has the profile of each of these um each of these candidates and also like what their achievements are or mm-hmm. where they appear in the news because you have a lot more control over the layout of how yeah. you want to display this information for each of these candidates mm-hmm. so it'll be a little bit more effectual but uh, well kind of focusing this uh, f- focusing this discussion of whether or not you should have an app for your company right mm-hmm. we actually have six questions that you can ask yourself mm-hmm. and we're going to apply these six questions to the PAP app Okay. And then we'll go from there. Okay? So first up, does your audience embrace mobile? Okay. So if you think about it, right? Yeah. Does the PAP's does the PAP's audience um are they a very mobile centric user audience? Um what's your opinion? So my opinion right now is uh they are uh, the 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 people who are you know, voting, double quote, they, <coughs> they are of uh, older generations, but there are also new generations which are coming up, which, like for example myself, yeah. so I, I do get a chance to vote this time round, and uh, I embrace mobile, and lots of information I get through my mobile phone. Yeah, that's true, and uh, I think you're entirely right. Mm-hmm. There is an older generation, but mm-hmm. the older generation consumes their media through traditional media, newspapers and TV. Mm-mm-mm. But I think we find that our generation increasingly Mm-mm. doesn't spend much time looking at traditional media. True. So um, our main consumption point of news, right, is mm. either through social media or Mm-mm. through uh, mobile, if you, yeah. if you want to be more general about that, yes. right? Uh, the thing is, not many of us use apps to consume uh, specific kinds of information. True. More so, like, a lot of my political or um, just general news mm-hmm. information mm-hmm. comes from social media, from friends sharing things. Mm-hmm. So, to me, I wouldn't seek out an app to find out more about, about a particular thing. Yeah. Unless the app had a little bit more uh, functionality that I would be interested in. Uh, same here. Uh, yeah. So, which brings us to the second question. What's the app's value? There's no value like I said earlier on <laughs> I can get the same information from the social media yeah. and from them too yeah. yeah and you get it more directly on Facebook mm. yeah I suppose it can be argued right yeah um, when you're on social media it's hard to dig through mm-hmm. and find the information that you're looking for it's like say you're looking for a particular uh, MP's profile mm-hmm. like say um, uh, PM Lee Sian Lung's uh, profile and how he has mm-hmm. been or what he has done recently in the news yeah. uh, cause maybe you're having some sort of discussion with your friend let's Mm-mm. see um, and there is no central place for you to look for this thing Mm-mm. so an app could do that yeah. I suppose and it seems to be the purpose of what this app is doing but a website could serve exactly the same purpose right mm-hmm. you could just have a profile like we were talking about earlier could you go in and check it out and you could find um, everything that and all the news articles that he has been linked to recently mm-hmm. and all you need is just an intern to you know go and populate the list of articles <laughs> yeah. yeah so I don't know I, I don't really see the app's value uh, personally I also don't see the app's value yeah mm. it's too dedicated unless you're telling me that uh, you could feedback and they can have uh, I, I don't know you can 
I don't think the app you can comment and feedback is a uh, pure one way, is a uh, one direction only. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's true. Mm. If you add that kind of value where um, it's your representatives, right, mm, 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 mm. and then you're able to uh, maybe send them an email mm, to mm. the application. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course, I don't know how wise that would be, but if that let's say in a perfect world where people uh, didn't send rubbish emails, right? Okay. Then. Uh, that will be that will be a great use case for having an app for your uh, particular GRC or your representative to be able to communicate mm-hmm. with you. It then becomes a communication app rather than just a RSS reader, which yeah. essentially is all that it is right now. Uh, with that, I will see the value because uh, not all uh, candidates, regardless of their parties, right? They uh, not all of them have their Facebook page. So like yeah. Say, yeah. It's it's hard to get mm. them. And mm. um if you want to connect to our generation, mm, say, mm, mm, mm. we are a lot more we want to be a lot more engaged. Mm. We want to be able to say, hey, you know, uh again in an ideal yeah. situation, <laughs> every suggestion would be something that sh- should be worth considering. Mm-hmm. But um you can't really ignore the fact that we are in a very connected generation where we expect to be able to tweet at or to talk to the people that we are um, that are representing us uh, in uh, a sense yeah I think if it's a real email right so I recently I wrote an 800 word <laughs> email to one of my MPs uh-huh. for some uh, housing issues yeah uh, he did reply and uh, I mean if you write decently and with a valid point and not just complaining with all the rubbish and all yeah. I think they will reply yeah yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I think they do have a team that mm-hmm. helps them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well. Yes. And um, like hats off to them for going through all the random things that people send them. Uh. Totally. Yeah, but that's kind of part and parcel of uh, public service, I suppose. Yeah, uh, uh, and uh, uh. Uh, respect to them for that. It's, it's a thing that I probably won't have the patience to handle. <laughs> <laughs> it's like customer service. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. Mm. Uh, but it could be argued that email is a little bit more formal. Mm-hmm. A lot of us, um, if we take the effort to open up an email composer and write it right we probably have a very good reason to yeah. versus uh, something that like a tweet where it's a very low barrier yeah. uh, very uh, fun thing to do yeah, more ad hoc yeah you're basis. more likely to have a lot more spam mm-hmm. if that were the case though. so anyway. and we, with that we come to the social media presence yes, yes. Uh, the third question you should ask yourself is whether or not your company or your uh, brand name has a good social media presence. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is this important of whether or not you have an app? Because uh, you could work on your social media presence first, especially if you're treating this as a... Uh, to companies, it'll be a sales channel. But mm-hmm. I guess to the PAP, it'll be more of a, um awareness channel, mm-hmm. if you want to call it that. And if you have a strong social media presence, then um, it is a natural progression to have an app in that sense that you can... Uh, increase your sales channels through the application yeah so uh, not really much to talk about for this because in this in this case I think the I think generally they don't spend too much time on social media we've started to see people come on Instagram Mm -hmm. um, like some uh, individuals who should not be named Mm -hmm. who have made a little bit of a furor over the last week but there are other personalities or other politicians that have effectively used uh, social media to showcase their day-to-day lives. Yeah, our PM. Events. Yeah, he's super awesome. His he's Instagram. Really yeah. yeah, he's really good at social media, and he gets it. You have to be 
casual enough and also um, he spent almost the entire NDP taking selfies oh, and yeah, recording yeah. the yeah. entire uh, NDP and that was it was good like he really gets it and I think um, a lot of the other candidates could stand to learn a little bit uh-huh. about the procedure that he goes through for it and to not try too hard the main thing is uh, oh yeah, yeah yeah some try too hard right yeah, yeah. you really you really need to not come off as someone who uh, it's okay to keep quiet mm. let's just put it that way <laughs> Yeah, okay. Moving away from that, because it feels like a little bit of a landmine to talk about. Okay. Uh, the next question that you can ask yourself is, what are your competitors doing? Uh, so, if your competitors already have apps in the market, right? What are they doing right? What are the other people? What are the other users liking about your competitors' app? And if not, even if they don't have an app in the market, right? Uh, you can be the first mover, and you have to consider. What is it that they are doing? What's their strategy? And how is it that it's working out for them? Or um, could your app improve the service of something that your competitor is giving up? Mm-hmm. So if you check out your competitors, in this case, it doesn't really apply here, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, but I like to ask. Yeah. Uh, from a restaurant point of view, Okay. do you think... Uh, just just pertaining to this question, what your competitors are doing? Do you think uh, a restaurant should have an app uh, itself? Okay, so this is this is a question that I go back and forth a lot because um, uh. because we are doing our POS system. Yes, and a lot of restaurants uh, want extra marketing channels. Yeah, yeah. Right? So you have to think of it from two points of view. You have to think of it from whether or not the customer is uh, motivated to download your app mm-hmm. for that one visit that he's coming to or how often does he come back. Mm-hmm. If it's something that he comes back often to mm-hmm. um, or at least often enough like Mac delivery, oh, yeah. then I see an app being uh, something that a user will want to have on their phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the flip side, if the application services a few restaurants, right? Okay. Uh, like say... Let's use Burpo, for example, because mm-hmm. they have a listing of different restaurants. Yeah. And uh, they have um, good promotions or rather like a good review of all the dishes. Mm-hmm. Then a user will be motivated to download it because mm-hmm. they use it relatively often. They eat different meals a day. But if it's an app that's specialized to a particular restaurant yeah, and all it does is show you the menu of that restaurant, mm-hmm. how often are you going to use it? Actually that I agree So uh, I, I kind of feel like that This PAP for SG right yeah. so the, it, It's the same like A particular place Where they only give information There's no No reason to download and use it It's kind of the same uh, To me Yeah Yeah I agree yeah. Um, I think I think that It has a very particular use case Yeah And uh, because it is just purely To give out information It mm. seems um, it seems like something that I would not use regularly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. unless it's very good. Oh, yeah. cool. Okay, so uh, yeah, that's pretty much that for that question. The next question you can ask is, uh, do you sell online? Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, I think I want to kind of broaden this question really. Uh, it's not just do you sell online, but do you engage your audiences online? Mm-hmm. Uh, because uh, I say this because I used to work for Vitsi mm. and a lot of the interaction was online. Mm. So not it wasn't an e-commerce. You didn't sell the product mm-hmm. to the customers online. Rather, you 
give them content that they could consume mm. online. So as long as you engage your users online, right, mm. an application uh, does make this much easier to engage them. Mm-hmm. Because you can constantly push updates to them. Mm-hmm. You can uh, bring them back to your content or to your e-commerce mm-hmm. site uh, regularly with uh, promotions that you can push them. Mm-hmm. You can uh, give them a very seamless and smooth experience rather than loading page by page. True. Yeah. So in that case, uh, app really makes a lot of sense if they're going to come back to your content regularly. But that is for that space is content distribution kind of like a toggle from mediacorp and the radio uh, app from mediacorp um uh, app makes sense for them because it's like a content distribution and the content is free uh yes uh-huh. yes i would agree uh in that case and especially it's to me to me the question that i really ask is mm. how often does the user come back Okay. To your web page. Mm-hmm. Because if your content is constantly updated, mm-hmm. then they will come back regularly, like yeah. once or twice a day, mm-hmm. or, or at least once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. And like the same thing that we talked about, about the delivery app, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. If you come back often, then it makes sense to improve the experience and they will want to improve the experience. Mm. So it's one of the switch factors for the, or one of the push factors for the user to download your app, rather. Mm. Yeah. So you're right. Content is one way to do it. And if you sell and you have deals. Oh, yeah. It's very similar to having content. It's mm-hmm. just that in this case, you want to uh, streamline their purchasing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the last question, the sixth question that you can ask is whether or not you can support the app in the long run. Oh, yeah. Or until the next election. Nah. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> in this case, it seems like this app is targeted towards election season, which mm-hmm. is coming up. Mm-hmm. And it seems that uh, we will not really see it being supported past it i'm not entirely sh- certain of what the plans are maybe they want to extend it yeah. to be able to do the communications but i don't what know what do you think uh okay so i think this is also a very crucial question because uh first of all they only have iphone yeah. so if you if you are coming from an angle of whether do you need an app you need to know that uh first which platform to launch first are you yeah. going iOS first or are you going Android first? Right. And uh, on top of that, you have the question that uh, can you support? Do you have a company that can help you? Su- uh, whether is it you outsource or do you hire developers to uh, support the app itself, both for iPhone and Android? Because right. in this case, this particular app that we are talking about, it misses out all the audience like you yeah. on the Android. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So I think... Um, I used to think that uh, mobile it, first, mobile first yeah. yeah. But I start to think, oh, so if you want to start something or if you already started something and you want an app, you really need to think of which platform to go first and after starting the app, right, can I maintain it? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, to be honest, it's a lot easier to maintain a website or yeah. WordPress. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, because WordPress is already responsive most mm. of the time mm. if you get the right theme, and also uh, it's 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 immediately cross-platform. Mm-hmm. Like anyone can see it, and if you do not have too much uh, preloaded content that you need to display or too much interactivity, mm-hmm. it's if it's just purely a content delivery um, medium, mm-hmm. then really the web 
version is much it makes a lot more sense. Oh, I have a good example. I actually I don't know if this is a good example. Q ten. Q ten has app both iPhone and Android. Yeah. But I never use it. Because uh I don't think they maintain it, it's rather quite sucky. Okay, <laughs> yeah, their right, website yeah. serves the basic oh, yeah. needs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like their website is a much better experience because they seem to have put in a lot more mm, design mm. effort into it. Uh you well I, once you get used to using the web interface to find the things that you want, it's yeah. easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't say it's well designed, oh, um, it's, but mm. it works. It's functional. Yeah, yeah it's functional, uh, yes. But the apps are probably a lot harder Crappy, to... Crappy, yeah. Yeah, probably a lot harder to navigate around mm-hmm. and there's too much information display essentially. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, that's a good example. Yeah. Mm. Okay, cool. So I think we are coming up on about 20 minutes Three, plus. Three, yes. So, uh, yeah, we aim to do this short and uh, so easier to digest. Yeah, yeah? we want to mm. keep these episodes short because uh, one, we've also realized it's quite hard to maintain mm. a full news length show and we mm. wanted to be a bit more um, engaging in the discussions that we have instead of just reading out the news. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, I, I kind of enjoyed this format quite a lot. It was very easy. It flowed very easily. Yeah, it's easier yeah. to do. Actually, yeah. I wanted to do f- uh, video next time around. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, we'll be trying video next time around, but I will need to bring some lights because the office is uh, very cozy. Uh, if any of you guys are in the area, you should come by and visit us. We're at Block 79. Mm. Um, 02-23. Yeah, 02-23. So, uh, it's very cozy. It's a nice... We're, sitting, we're literally sitting on the rug right now in front of the couch uh, mm. recording the show. So, uh, feel free to pop by. Uh, I guess that pretty much brings us to the end of the show. Yes. Brian, where can we follow you? You can find me on Twitter at L-E-T-U-C-K-S-I-N-G. And you can find me on Twitter as well at A-N-T-T-Y-C, even though I have not updated for a little bit. But I will start (laughs) being more active on Twitter now. So yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening and we will catch you guys next week. Thank you. Bye-bye.